Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word.
Faith is coming your way to hear, to be healed in the name of Jesus. Sing it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Something good is passing your way today. Who is passing your way today? Jesus. Are you sure? Okay. Then expect that he will touch you today. And expect that you not live the same as you came. Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise. We give you glory welcome you Holy Spirit do what you want to do in our midst and let no one live the same as he or she came you know our hearts you know our needs Lord bless each and every one of us touch us heal us give us answers before we live today in the name of Jesus Amen Let's take our seats and put our hands together for Jesus. Today is the last of the series of our prophetic word for the year. Amen. It is very important to me because in Hosea chapter 12 verse 13, Hosea, Hosea. Hosea chapter 12, verse 13. It says, And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. So you see that you can be brought out, out of a place, but you can also lose or miss your way to where you are going to. You need to be brought, you need to be preserved after you have been brought out. And um, God ushered us into 2021 powerfully by his prophet, by the word of God. And the same word is going to preserve us through 2021. Amen. And I, was, I say that at the end of 2021, you will not diminish, but you would increase. Hallelujah. There will be no regrets in your life. No matter what is happening and what has happened, yours will be, your story will be different. If you believe it, say amen. amen. Your story will be different if you believe. Amen. amen. 
And so, in the prophetic word that was given to us, is in Matthew, we can get it from Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Matthew 10, 16. Very, 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 very powerful counsel for us to live through not only 2021, but live through our lives and be blessed. So he said, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So the catch word here is be wise as serpents. And the next phrase is harmless as doves. So we need to be wise and we need to be harmless. Why? In the midst of whatever dangers. And last week I told you we are in the midst of COVID. We are in the midst of COVID. It is as dangerous as being in the midst of whatever that Jesus was sending them into. And um, he advised them that in the midst, in this circumstance, in this situation, be wise as serpents and then be harmless. I think after this series, we'll pause for another series that will come back to be as harmless as a dove. What it means to be as harmless as doves. Because some of you are Christians, but you are very harmful. You are Christians, but you are very harmful. And um, you are a threat to, the, to Christianity. You are a threat to your brothers and sisters. But the Bible says that you must be harmless. Harm no one. Doves don't harm people, isn't it? Harm no one. But some of you are lions, and you are harming people, killing people, eating people. So we need to also talk about what it means to be harmless as doves in another series, after a, a pause of a series, then we'll go to another series. So today, what are we learning from the serpent? The Bible says, be wise as serpent. We told you that being wise as serpent doesn't mean that we are learning everything as serpent. So when they say snake in the grass, they say, yeah, me, I'm, I'm being wise as a serpent. They say, I'm snake, snake in the grass. No, we can't go for You get it? No. But there are good, very, very good things that we can learn from the serpent. And uh, there are so many things we have learned. Last week we talked about how to survive in the midst of the pandemic. Is that not so? How many of you remember how to survive? One of the ways we are surviving, one of the ways we are surviving is the um, obedience to the protocols of COVID. Do you get it? Obedience to protocols of COVID. We are wearing masks. Do you get it? We are wearing masks, and then we are observing social distancing, and we are washing our hands with running water. We are using hand sanitizers. Hand sanitizers. We are social distancing, everything. If the person is not your wife, don't hug her. Do you get it? If he's not your husband, don't hug him. Do you get it? Just, just be happy. When you sit on Trotro and others are not wearing masks, you wear yours. Do you see? So we are being wise. We are doing all that we have to do. Amen. And one of the ways we are also working as wise as um, serpent in the Midst of the pandemic is using online social media, online church service, and everything. 
A lot of people claim they are watching online. They have joined the service via online, which is good. Which is good. Some are on radio, which is good. Please, if you are online, just make sure that your center pastor, your basanta pastor, your personta leader knows that you came to church via um, Facebook, YouTube, and um, radio. Let them know how you came to church because at the end of the day, they will have to give account of you. Because one of the things about the thing too is that you can easily, but I realize you've, you've, you've used the excuse of um, online, 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 and you backslided, and it will not be nice. So if you're online, be online and be on it properly. Attend the service. Don't be wearing your boxer shorts, and when the worship is going on, you just go to the kitchen, go and do rice water, and come. Then when you go, you say, I'm going to do kotomri. Then you go and come. I'm going to cook your boxer shorts the whole day. No. Try and join the service properly. Join the service properly. Join in the worship. Raise your hand. When it's prayer time, join the prayer time online and catch the spirit of the service. Catch the spirit of the service. When they are giving offering, give your offering. When they are giving their tithe, give your tithe. Do everything. And when you finish you, now you know that you, you came to church. The healing power will, will also get to you where you are as long as you are part of it. So we are doing everything to survive. Is that not so? To survive in the midst of the pandemic and I'll be part of whatever is up. Otherwise, by the time it's gone, you are also, you've also backslidden. Amen. You're also gone. Amen. And so, we talked about survival. One of the things also that we can learn from the snake, as if, yeah, from the ser- snake and serpent, especially in the midst of this pandemic, is contentment. Because snakes are masters of contentment. Masters of contentment. Hallelujah. Snakes are masters of contentment. Now, Philippians chapter 4, verse 12. Philippians 4, 12. It says, I know both, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. That's the most important thing. But everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. So it says that I know, other verses say that I know, I have learned, other verses say that I have learned in whatever state I am, therewith to be content. Whatever state I am, therewith to be content. Now you realize that most Christians today are not living with this wisdom. The wisdom of being content with the little that you have on your way to becoming even prosperous. Do you get it? The wisdom of being content with the little that you have. It's one of the things about snakes, before we go on that, snakes can eat once a year. Some snakes can eat just once a year, and they are okay. Or once every few months, and they are okay. Yeah. You, you have put on weight, and you say you want to lose weight. 
and they have told you don't eat after 7 p.m. Do you get it? Then you eat in the morning, you eat in the afternoon, you eat in the evening. Then around 9, 30, 10, you're opening the fridge. You think everybody's asleep. You're opening the fridge. You're looking for sausage. You're looking for sandwich. You are looking for cook. And when they ask, it's, 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 it's zero cook. You are easy, so you are not able to be content with what you have just eaten for the day. You see, so snakes are able to eat for a little meal. They will eat it and they are okay. For a whole year, they are okay. And that's how they, 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 are, they, they are. That's how they are. They don't go around about, you know, so snakes are masters of contentment because with very little, they are able to live for many, many, many years with very little. Hallelujah. With very, very little. So if we have, we as Christians, we as pastors, we as ministers, if we have the wisdom of the snake, we'll be able to do so many things and survive without needing, without needing so many things. You know, many of us, Everything you want to start some business, you want to start a marriage, you want to start life, and it's like you want to get everything before you start. You want to start with everything before you start, but you get to that often you need something very, very, very little to start whatever you need to start. Hallelujah! And that's how snakes are, and that's what you don't need. You don't need many, many, many things in life for you to do well. If you are going to get married, you don't need a three-bedroom flat with air conditions. Before you start, you don't need a special car. You are going to get married. You have to have a wedding. You don't need your wedding gown to be brought from abroad. You don't need, if you can afford, yes. You see, contentment means you are living within your means. So if within your means you can afford, why not? Do you get it? But you don't need, and you get to know why people do that. They are not content. That why people cannot have their weddings without a wedding gown being flown from America. You, get, you see, but be content. Live with what you have. It's, it's, it's wisdom. There's one thing you can learn. I always tell you, when I was going to get married, honestly, I didn't see the need to sew a wedding gown for my wife, honestly. I didn't see the need to get a special wedding gown and by the way i could have i could afford it because i was working in the bank at least wedding gown the enemy to me at all but i i i weighed the wedding gown with other things i could need and i was content to go to <laughs> someone who had done some of the wedding and i said look this wedding gown you not wear it again Somebody has done some of the wedding before. This wedding gown, you will not need it again. 
your size and my wife's size, I don't see much difference. Do you see? I don't see much difference. So can you just give it to me? I'll do something to it. When he brought it to me, the gown was sleeveless, and I gave it sleeve. And even the sleeve, it was the, that thing that accompanies you. What do you call that thing? Veil. Even the sleeve is some of the veil that I cut. I cut and used it for the sleeve. And the neck was open neck. So I told the same sister that make it close neck. With some of the tail, make it close neck. Use the tail. Use the tail. We are not going to use any money for more. Reduce the tail. The tail is too long. The tail is too long. Reduce it. And then you did, she did it. You get it. So, but you see why you, I'll, if time permits, because we are supposed to spend two hours, you know, before we spend 30 minutes. But I've come the government time, we are supposed to spend two hours in church. And so far, I've spent 30 minutes. So I have, I have to make sure that I meet the two hours. So, so, your watch was not right outside, you see. So, you see that, why you will not listen to this advice? You see why you will not listen to this advice. And you do another thing. Amen. So be content. Learn from the snake. Be wise. Hallelujah. Be wise. If you have to get a hole in chamber, why not? After you and your wife. Unless what you need to marry is bed. It's a bed. A bed and a mattress. And a bed that doesn't make too much noise. That is what. That's all. That's all. That's all. He used to marry. Do you get it? So. So. Let's talk about the spirit. I don't know why you are laughing. I'm giving you advice and you are laughing. You see, that's why I don't give you advice. So. You are laughing. Now, what is the spirit of discontentment? Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 14. Ecclesiastes 1, 14. I'm going to finish right now, so just listen to it. I have Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 14. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun. All the works that are done under the sun. And behold, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. All is vanity. You know, I visited somebody and he was taking me around his house. The man, I think, has about 12 rooms, two halls, kitchens, gardens, everything. And he was taking me through his rooms. And each room, at the time he was taking me around, each room was locked or those that were not locked, there were some things packed there, and they were having some a smell or a scent at me that nobody had been there for years. You see? So then I asked myself, these 14 rooms or whatever rooms, who lives here now? Nobody lives here. So it has become what? Vanity. You see, and Solomon, who wrote this, before he wrote this, Solomon was very hardworking. Look, Solomon had wives, Solomon had, if you like, cars. Solomon has so many things. But at the end of the day, he said, all these things that we fight for, 
You see, if you are not content, you want more of something. And people want more of everything. Is that not so? People want more of everything. People want more women. Men are married. They want more women. And Solomon had how many? He had, uh, he had 300 wives, 700 concubines, or 700 wives, 300. He had 700 wives, 300 concubines. Hey. Look, every size, shape, color, height, someday inside. Black, because Queen of Sheba had traveled somewhere, so she left, she to, he requested for some. So he had all of them. So he had seen the women, he had seen everything. He said, all these things, they are vexation of spirit. Vexation of spirit. So it's like the things that you are looking for. More house. How many of you have done something? Let's say you went to get a, a girl or a woman or something. Then after that, you regret it. Thank God for some few honest people in the church. There always be some honest people in the church. Then you realize that it's the same. It's the same everywhere. So Solomon, after trying thousand, so many, sleeping so many homes and everything, so all this in their vanity, their vexation or spirit. So why would you want to, why don't you be content with what you have? Hmm? Why don't you be content with what you have? Is and discontentment come when you see someone having something you also want. You think I must have it. You are driving a nice car. Driving a nice car. You see, and let me tell you something. From me to so many people who don't know the names of the car you are driving. Honestly. We don't know the name of the car. All that we know is that the car is nice. Then you go, so I saw somebody driving Lamborghini. You ask the girls in this church, what is Lamborghini? Ask many of the girls in this church, what is Lamborghini? They will ask, is it Gulf of Guinea? Guinea-Bissau? Equatorial Guinea? Or a drink? So for us, the thing is nice. The fact that thing is nice. And you like it. But you see, you are, you see, like someone you are, sometimes you are, I'm talking about spirit of discontentment. They will come to others. You see, like you are working with your wife. You are so happy with your wife. Nothing wrong with your wife. Beautiful wife. And she hasn't changed since the day you proposed to her. Then, you saw someone's wife. Yeah. You saw someone, someone's wife. And then suddenly you desire. That is discontentment. You see, you don't like what you want. You don't like what you have. Your husband is a nice man. Nice, handsome man. Beloved. You get it. And they say, I saw a short man and I like short men. Because I've told you, short men are always powerful. Do you get it? 
He's so, so, so nice, man. He said, I want this one. That is discontentment. Anytime you have something and you see another version, and you did, see, you can see another version, and as, as for wife and husband, I cannot aspire to have that version. You get there are some things they don't change. You can't say, oh, I saw another wife and I wish I could add it to no. But let's say you are in business and you see another business. And it's you can aspire to build a house. Once you are content with the house you are living in, that's what I'm trying to say. Do you get it? Even your wife and your husband, you can upgrade by investing. Investment. You get it? By investing in your wife. What makes you like the woman you saw? What makes you? It's something. That's something. Maybe the way she was wearing the dress. Maybe the way she was whatever. You do it. There are some you can't unless you take a Sculptor, a hacksaw, a hack, a botox, and things. Say now, I'm trying to. I'm the potter. You are the clay. Come to do it again. And so that you can even moderate what they eat. You can even moderate what they eat out of love. I'm just, I'm just, but, amen. So, so what I'm saying is that discontentment comes when you you compare. What you have, which you see, and until you saw the other one, what you had was nice. Do you get what I mean? Recently, I saw an older version of a certain car, and that car, I think in 1994 or so, that car came. Ah, what, what it was on TV was it one of these? I think when Rollins died, they were doing some documentary. And I saw the car that parliament, some people were using, and they were very happy with it. You see? They were very happy with the car. But when another version came, then they stopped using that car. So you always realize that there's always a time that that thing is nice. Are you get what I'm saying? So discontentment is a very evil thing. It's an evil thing. And if you want to survive as a Christian, as a Christian, you, don't, you have to be content with the things you have. Do you get it? Be happy with the things you have. Discontentment is what caused the kings of Israel to fall into error. Let me give you, um, when God was making kings in Israel, in Deuteronomy chapter 17, 14 to 19, listen to what God told them. But he shall not multiply horses to himself. And this goes to parliamentarians, this goes to governments, this goes to MCs and assemblymen. But he shall not multiply horses and to pastors, but he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt, to the end that he should multiply horses. For as much as the Lord has said unto you, you shall henceforth return no more that way. Neither shall he multiply wives to himself, that his heart turn not away. Is this story familiar? You know, when people get money, that's why they need more women. Neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold, 
So you see, when, the spirit, when you have the spirit of discontentment, you always want more. And sometimes more of what? More of what? Many times you visit people's homes, and if you are fortunate, they take you around their rooms, and you get to where the woman's wardrobe is. You see different kinds of shoes, of wigs, of so many things. And they want more. They want more bags. More earrings. More bags. More earrings. More. More shoes. You don't know what they are using it for. Amen. But they are using it. What? One faction, one shoe. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need to have the spirit of contentment if we want to, if we have to survive as Christians, one, and even survive this period. Amen. Many Christians, look, many Christians are not surviving, you know. This is, you don't see the difference between a Christian who is content and must walk with his God in contentment and an unbeliever. You don't see any difference. We are all fighting for the same things. We are all going against this for the same things. Discontentment is dangerous because it makes you reach out for things God has withheld from you. Because of the time, I'm just going to, I said discontentment can make you lose certain things. One, it can make you reach out for things God has withheld from you. Do you know that it is not everything God wants you to have? That the near father this one has doesn't mean you should have. Do you know that? Oh, I, I'm not hearing what you're You are not sure. Okay, are you not sure? Okay, so do you know that it's not everything that someone has that you, God wants you also to have? And some are abstaining. <laughs> because your, your yeses are not too strong. Amen. No, it's not. I, I've seen, even as a pastor, I've seen sometimes young pastors are doing well in life. And then suddenly, they, 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 they start going down. And when you ask them, they say, oh, God says I should go and start my own church. And then when you go into it, you realize that the reason behind is a certain way of thinking that I also want to have, let's say, an international ministry. Because this one travels and comes. So me too, I must travel and come. But who told you that God has given you an international ministry? It's possible. Or even he has given it to you now. And if you don't know all these things, by the time you realize, you are, you, are, you, are, you are not surviving. Are you getting what I'm saying? And let me give you an exa a few examples in the Bible of how people didn't survive. Because I'm sure you already, before you caught what I'm preaching, you guys are smart. The first person is Adam. In the Bible, was Adam. Adam was given 10,000 million trees. He said, everything in the garden I've given to you. But just this one tree I have not given to you. Don't touch. So this shows that God will give you everything. But it's not everything also that he will give to you. Sometimes he will, he will hold something from you. So I've given you ten thousands and thousands and of trees, animals, this. Take use all. But this one tree, just this one tree, don't touch it. And they, yet they were not content. 
They were saying, that's why I say some people, if it's a, if it's a, a spirit, eh, you would think if I get 1,000, I will stop. You get 1,000 and you say, now, oh, now that I've got 1,000, let me go for 3,000. That's how it is. If it's a spirit of discontentment, you will never be satisfied. That's why like you need to pray. You need to believe God and learn from the serpent to be content with what you have. Be happy. I mean, can you imagine if you were Adam? God has given you all. You go to the car, God said, take all the cars here, but the one that they've sprayed it white, don't touch it. Wouldn't you, shouldn't you be happy? Shouldn't you be happy? But Adam, like you, was not happy. Adam, like you, after, after some few years, you know what? This one too, I, I should go and see what it is. I should try this one too. That is discontentment. And what happened? Adam lost his place in the Garden of Eden. He lost it. He lost it. What about Ahab? Ahab was given Israel. Everything in Israel was given to but Naboth vineyard was withheld from him. So take everything, but this Naboth. Then he took everything. One day he was going for Naboth vineyard. God said, look, take everybody's land. Go to town planning. Take um, Tasako. Take this, take it. But this place at Jowulu, don't touch it. Ahab said, no. I still want it. What happened? He lost his kinship. He lost his kinship. Discontentment. Discontentment. Some are losing friends. Friends of years because of discontentment. What about David? David had women, lots of women. And he could have added more if he wanted. He could have added more. Then one day he saw Bathsheba baffin. <laughs> he saw Bathsheba baffin. Then he said, wow. What a tell succulent. So he went after Bathsheba. What happened to David? He lost his peace. After today, David's name is being mentioned when it comes to women. After today. Even Solomon, the Bible said, the end of the day, his wife turned his heart to other gods. But when we are talking about women, we don't mention Solomon, we mention David. Why? Because of Bathsheba. He, if he wanted more, he could have just, he's a king, he could have just seen one and said, please, go and marry this one too for me. But he was still not content. Oh, and I wonder, a thousand women, how can you do with them? Even one. He can't manage. <laughs> you have to have a timetable. And know which one comes. Which, which this one can. Yes, and favorites may have to come more than whatever. I, what sort of problem are you getting for yourself? <laughs> Absalom was also not content. Absalom was a king's son. Absalom was a king's son. I mean, how many of you, when your father dies, you would have a state funeral and you come and read your father's biography or your tribute to your father? How many of you? 
But recently somebody died, they said, oh, giving biography. My father was rah, 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 rah. Wow. So to be a king's son is in itself a blessing. Absalom was not content. Now he wanted to go and take his father's throne. And what happened? He lost his life. He lost his life. So you see that con contentment is very necessary. Be content with what you have. Be happy with what you have. Hallelujah. And then lastly, roots of discontentment. Roots of discontentment. You see, you are all quiet. When I'm preaching, you are quiet. I know that I'm preaching. I know I'm preaching. Root of discontentment is what? Comparison and jealousy. That's the root of discontentment. And let me tell you something. Comparing yourselves one with another is wrong. Never ever compare yourself with anybody. Hallelujah. What do you have to compare yourself with? Compare yourself with what God has said concerning your life. It's as simple as that. That's what you have to compare yourself with. So, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, 2 Corinthians 10, 12, he says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Otherwise, they what? Comparing themselves to themselves, measuring themselves to themselves, are not wise. Why do you compare? You are not wise. Because you don't know what God has in store for you. You don't know what God is planning for your life. So if you go and compare yourself with someone else, the way someone sings, the way someone does this, the way someone's wife does that, you are not wise. You are not wise. And Pastor, be wise as serpents. Are you getting what I'm saying? Be wise. Amen. Let's read Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20. It's a long verse. But um, when we read about it is learn from it. And when they had received it, they murmured against a good man of the house, saying, This last have wrought but one hour, and that has made them equal unto I remember we spoke about this some time ago. Which have borne the burden and heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I do, know, I do, you, I do you no wrong. I don't do you any wrong. I promise you one penny. Is that not so? I promise you one penny. So if you have your one penny, be happy. The next verse. Take yours and go your way. I will give unto you the, this last one, even as unto thee. Last one. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Which means that God has his own for everybody. Do you get it? So to be content means to be happy with what you have. To be happy with what you have. And church... This um, season and this year, if you are going to make it, if you are going to 
you are going to succeed. If you are going to at the end of the year, say, the Lord has been good to me, then you need to learn to be what? Content. Hallelujah. You need to learn to be content. So our last scripture we are reading, 1 Timothy 6. Six following. Are you being blessed? Yeah. Are you sure you are happy about what you are wearing? Yeah. When you are leaving home, you were very, you look very cool. When you are, when you were leaving home, you look very, very, very cool. Is it First Timothy six? Six verse six following. You see, when you are leaving home, you look very happy. Until you came to church and you saw what someone else was wearing. What you were wearing was very nice. Do you know that? Until you came to church and you saw what you were wearing. Your nose mask was nice until you saw Mouse's nose mask. Then you looked at your husband. Eh, you couldn't have made the same thing for me. Look at what Pastor Francis had done for his wife. Couldn't you have done the same thing for me? You were happy. So when you come from home, the car, you chatted at them. Now when you close and you're going home from church, you didn't talk. Quietness in the car. All because you saw something in church that you don't have. Hey, as a many. First Timothy 6, 6 to 11. But godliness with contentment is what? Is what? How many of you want to have great gain? Godliness with contentment. What you have. Please don't look at somebody who has lived his life, built his house, sending his children abroad, and you are going to get married today and say, I want to be like him. Do you know where he started from? Do you know where he started from? Do you know where she started from? Hey. Godliness with contentment is great gain. The next verse. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain. It is certain. We carry nothing out. That's why Solomon says it's vexation. Vanity. He lived, he did so many things. After all the things he saw himself. All the wives he had. He then realized even at a certain age, do you get it? Even at a certain age, the wives can be there and you can't do anything. So he said, ah, so why did I go for all this thousand? Even if I had one, only one would know that something is wrong, but now all of them know. And their children will know there. So many, um, they are gossiping about it. Uh, Yesterday, when you went yesterday, what did he do? That is, we, we watched a match. I mean, so we watched, um, radio, we listened to radio. I mean, so, eh, is that so? Oh, sir. Vanity. The next verse. Vanity. The next verse. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. And having food and raiment, you can eat. You can wear something. Be happy. You went home with your husband. You were so happy. You ate. You ate your gari and sardine and um, shito. And you were so happy. 
until someone called you and said, hey, when we're coming, you know what? We pass through where? Oh, KFC, they say junk food. We, 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 we pass through, what that place? Stomach, whatever. Pot belly. We pass through pot belly. Hey. Me dia me bai o ma me gya me nan so. Me gina me nan so kan banku banku me se banku ta no kwa me rohun. Banku ta me rohun kwa wie. Me gina me nan so. Me wan you are happy when you doing the banku ta kwa. Hey, tell me how this then after the call when the person supposed to be quiet. Oh, darling, what is it? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Be content. You have eaten. You have gone to church. Be content. Why? That is, that, you see, you are not survived because you are not content. It's as simple as that. And by the, the next verse, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hateful lusts. Which drown men in destruction and perdition. You know, sometimes when husbands and wives come and they are talking and they are quarreling, I've realized that they are falling into foolish and hateful lust. They are drowned in destruction and perdition. But what they are quarreling about, they can be happy without it. They can be happy without it. They can be happy without But because someone has said, so suddenly, there's no joy in the house again. Is that my last verse? Suddenly, there's no joy in, my, in the house again. But if only you'll be happy. Ah. He said, for the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of it. You see, when you have small, you see, be content with it. More. I'm not saying what, what you're having is enough you will get more. But I say, learn to be happy with what you have now. It's as simple as that. Whilst you work hard for more, learn to be happy with what you have now. Learn to come to church with one or two dresses now. Till the day will come that every year you shed your skin. <laughs> you give your dress. Learn to be happy. It's as simple as that. Which one some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced, pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Young man, young woman, you are supposed to enjoy life. Eh? What could share vision? You give yourself a vision that you can never attain until you are that vision you, you have given yourself, your father was. 60 years before he attained it. That vision you have, <laughs> at least, it will take you at least, unless you win Lotto, which I, will not, I don't recommend in this church. Do you get it? Yes, or you watch an account, an account from your, old, your dead grandmother shows you where to go and dig gold. Otherwise, and I'm also not saying it before, because it took your mother 50 years, it should take you also 50 years. That's what also I'm saying. You know that if you do things right, sometimes you can get it faster in the right way. What I'm saying is that 
Don't pierce yourself with some, put my verse there. Don't pierce yourself with some foolish and unnecessary things. And you get married, you can't enjoy it. Always there's sorrow in the house. I mean, for instance, in my house, one person knows all the restaurants in town. Today they mention, where are some of the restaurants? Have you been to stomach? Pot belly before. Pastor Hansi, you don't know what paper is. Okay. Where else? Uh, nose bleeding. Huh. Huh? Leaf belly. Lean belly. There's lean belly too. Uh, Reverend Hansi goes to lean belly. <laughs> okay. Asmara. And where else? Oh, please, please, I beg you, I beg you. Help me to preach. Nobody's, nobody's looking at you. Help me to preach. Where else? Eh? Eh? Sky bar. Yeah, yeah, sky bar. Buka. Stambic Heights. Coco Lounge. Is it some of you? Until I mention Coco Lounge. Ben Mankwai is all that you know. Ben Mankwai and Abamami is all that you know. And you are so happy. If after church, your husband takes you to Abamami, hey, what a husband. You love me. Then say, so you are come to hear that there is Coco Lounge. So then you go home. Eh. Every day, I buy me, I buy We're happy. <laughs> We're happy at home. They don't know where somebody went to. Then, then, they, 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 then it's happening that you have to go there. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I'm telling you that don't, don't see so many sorrows, problems. They come when you compare things. Some of your wise food is better than Anywhere you can go. Wise food is better. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is that let's be as wise as serpent. Amen. What I'm saying is that your wife is so was so beautiful until you saw the other one and you started comparing. That's all. Your car was nice. The money in your pocket was making you happy until. You saw something that's not happy. It makes you unhappy. So for 2021, let's be as wise as serpent. We are going to survive. Amen. We are going to survive. We are going to live 2021, enter 2022 with great testimonies. Our testimonies are going to be great. Your testimony is going to be great. Hallelujah. Your testimony is going to be great. God is going to deliver you from all manner of problems, sorrows, everything. Because see, you know that God himself is thinking about you. And what he wants you to have, he has given it to you. He says, be happy with what you have now. And as long as he says you are happy, you see how he will add, he keep adding to it. 
But when he sees you are not happy, then he will tempt you with more unhappiness till you learn to be happy. Are you, are, you what, are you hearing what I'm saying? So God bless you. I think we have spent 40, one hour, 45, one hour, 40 minutes. We have 20 more minutes to, for two hours. So we need to be fast and live within the two hours. So God bless you for being around and let's survive this pandemic. Amen. Let's survive this pandemic. Let's survive. Let's be content. If we have to stay at home and watch, let's do it well. Let's do it well. If you have to use your, you don't, you see, you may not have a um, smartphone, but you have yam. Don't say because I don't have yam, I'm bored. Yam, you can tell your ministry shepherd that I have yam, so I can't join Facebook. Please, can you send me the prayer topic? When you get a prayer topic, don't cry, hey, I don't have a smartphone. Be happy with your prayer topics on your smart, uh, yam. And pray. Be happy. Next time, by the time they are sending you a smartphone. It's as simple as that. They are sending you a smartphone. So be content and be happy. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a wonderful week. Amen. Let's bow down our heads. You want to pray and say, Lord, the message I have heard, I want to leave the message. I pray. I'm sorry for not being content with all the blessings you are giving to me, all the powerful blessings you are giving to me. I'm sorry for comparing. I'm sorry for complaining about the things my wife, my husband does for me. Complain, I'm sorry. I pray for the wisdom of the serpent to be content with the things that I have and be able to be happy within it and enjoy within it in Jesus' name. Just pray for yourself briefly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord that you are raising contented people in this church. People are appreciative of what they have. People are always thankful and grateful for the little things that you've given to them in life. Appreciate their wives. Appreciate their husbands. Appreciate their friends. Appreciate their churches. Appreciate what they have. Thank you for delivering us from the evil of comparison. Thank you. Now every head bowed, every head bowed, and every eye closed. Maybe you came to church for the first time today, or someone invited you to come to church. But deep, deep, deep down in your heart, you are not sure you are born again. You are not sure you go to heaven or hell when you die. The reason Jesus came to die was that you will not perish but have eternal life. And you are not sure that if today you die, you go to heaven. And you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again by the Spirit of God. And I want to know that if I die, I will go to heaven. Please pray for God's mercies for me to be born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Maybe you came on your own or someone invited you but you want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, I will ask you to lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Every eye closed, lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Lift it up high above your head and I'm going to pray with you to give your life to Jesus. 
Just close your eyes. Lift it up high. Up. Don't open your eyes. Just my lady at the back. Lift it up high. Let me see. God bless you. My brother here. God bless you. My brother here. God. Lift it up high. Good. God bless wherever you are. Lift it up high so I can see. Because where you are, I cannot. But close your eyes and lift it up high. Even the message I preach, somebody opened the eye and compared. No, they put their hand, their hands down. You see how comparison is not good. So lift it, lift your hand up. Now, if your hand is up, stand to your feet wherever you are. God bless you. God bless you. Quickly, quickly. God bless you. Quickly, quickly. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Now, if you are on your feet, I'll kindly take your Bible, take your book, whatever you brought, take it down. Kindly ask you to come to the front here. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. Put your hands for them as they come. you god bless you yes so this ones i've given their life to you no 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 it's okay for yourself you it's for yourself not for me god bless all of you for coming now before i pray for these ones apart from those who probably accompanied our sister to do the baby dedication if this is your first time very first time of coming here and within your heart I mean, someone invited you or you came. This is your first time of coming here. And uh, we have not welcomed you properly. I want to see your show. I want you to give me a wave. We want to give you a special welcome. Your very first time of visiting with us today. Oh, God bless you. Wave. Let me, let me see you wave. This is your very, very first time of visiting with us. Apart from those in front here. Oh, good. God bless you. Now, if this is your first time of coming, can I see you? Can I see you? One, two. Okay. Okay. God bless you. Can you also kindly stand to your feet, take your Bible, take your $10,000 you came with, and come and stand behind, behind them, behind them. Go ask God for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wonderful. You are all welcome. Those of you who are wishing me that for the first time, we believe you are not here by chance. God brought you here so that we can see you and as you came here you now you have seen that you've, I'm sure you ask yourself why haven't I been here all this while I'm sure you're asking that question but God says don't worry it's, there's always a first time so it's good you have come I can, I, can, I can feel your heart that God is telling you stay 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 and be happy so be happy stay and God will bless you and for all of you here too we can give your life to Christ I want all of us to create the church let's join and say this together from our heart say dear lord jesus dear lord jesus i thank you for today i thank you for today i have responded to the altar call i have responded to the altar call because i want to give my life because i want to give my life to jesus to jesus i want to be born again i want to be born again i want my sins 
I want my sins to be forgiven. To be forgiven. So, dear Lord Jesus, so dear Lord Jesus today, today, forgive me, forgive me of all my sins, all my sins and, take me and take me as your own. As your own. I confess, I confess with, my mouth with my mouth that Jesus, that Jesus is, Lord. is Lord. And from today, and from today I, make Jesus I make Jesus the Lord and, the Savior, Lord and Savior of my life. Of my life. Amen. God bless you. I want you to follow our dear lady pastor here. She will take you to a very nice COVID controlled room and have a word or two with you and you come back safely again in Jesus' name. Amen. So just follow our dear lady pastor here and I'll share a word or two with you. Put your hands together for them as they go. Wow. We have just 20 more minutes to two hours to close. So we have to close within the two hours. Please, um, good. If you came to church with your first and best or your tithe, can you kindly stand to your feet so that we pray with you? You came to church with your first and best or your tithe. You came to church with your first and best or your tithe. Stand to your feet. Let me pray with you. Either, either you are giving by momo or physically, just stand to your feet. Let's pray together. You came to church with your first and best and your tithe. Holy Father, we want to thank you for all these ones who are honoring you with their first and best and their tithes. Given because your word said so. Bless them according to your word. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you are given by Momo, that's the numbers here. But if you are given by physical, you can come and put it in there. And any other envelope you took, the 00000 envelope, prepare it on the offering. You come and put it here. But please, if you give your um, tithes, Make sure you reference it that December, January, February, are we in March? December, January, December, January. Okay. Just reference it well and your name so that it can be acknowledged. God bless you. You know, yesterday I saw a clip by Archbishop Palmabakal and they were asking how to, his advice about the COVID. And he said, prayer protocol prayer and I said wow that's one of the best answers I've ever heard prayer protocol prayer you see God is everything after you pray you are wise to do all the protocol then then you still believe in God again you still believe in God again and I tell you this COVID you give you pray you give you give you work you gave. You, God will see you through. I have personally received tests of people who are getting jobs. And not simple jobs. Uh, somebody is asking me to change of job. And where he's going, it's like, it's so wild that I say, wow. In the COVID time. In the COVID time. Do you get it? So I'm saying that whatever situation you are in, if you involve God, you overcome. It's as simple as that. In wisdom you overcome. So, believe God and do what you have to do. Amen. We want to give a good offering. Very, very good offering today. I want you to take a very good offering. Some of you, your offering that you give is your change. That when the Facebook gives you, you didn't even know whether the change had COVID. So, you threw it in the car. You use your tissue to remove it. Then you are going to put the offering basket. Don't do that. Give a very good offering 
You can give the offering on Mumu. You can also give it physically. Those of you at the back, you can see that the, back, the basket will be there. You don't need to come to the front. And please, don't let them, If somebody is coming, give the person some time. Give the person space before you also come. But take out a good offering, everybody. Take out a good offering. Every one of you, take out a good offering and let's pray. Father, lift up your offering, let's pray. Father, behold our offerings and our seeds. Let this seed. We don't know how when you put a seed on the ground, it becomes a big tree. But it becomes it. All the biological and chemical processes it goes through, it becomes. Lord, we ask that our seed will also go through all the spiritual processes to become big trees to be blessings for our lives bring breakthroughs open doors for our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus thank you for this opportunity to give thank you that somebody's mind has changed about us because of this seed thank you that a favorable decision has been made for our lives because of this seed thank you that a calamity has been averted because of this seed thank you that as we give it's coming back to us in good measure pressed down shaking together and running over in the name of the Lord Jesus we give you praise we give you glory in Jesus name Amen give by your mumu or you can come and put in the offering basket and God bless you at the back there's a basket at the back you don't need to come to the front here but if you are here I can see so many of you are not getting up I think there's a problem with your chair but otherwise you need to come and give a good offering God bless any of your envelopes the 000 envelopes at home they are a message to you so make sure you bring it in Jesus name God bless all of you so by the grace of, ah, is anybody seeking for the offering Hallelujah. We serve a great God. Yes. You did it on the cross of Calvary. Yes. All for me. Yes, you did it. Sign is finished. And you paid the price for me. I thought I would it on the
soon we've come to the end of the service oh, our two hours is up hallelujah but I want to say Bishop God bless you so much for such a powerful word sweet word hallelujah masters of contentment that suit and the shirt and the tie you have is okay be happy God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Royalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday 
in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you. Bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.